0: So we'll continue our lesson uh, this morning, and I uh, didn't quite get it finished this morning, and I uh, would like to continue that, and again, apologize to those who are listening by recorded message and not have the, the visual, but what well, I started out with a little bit of science here, I guess, so we have this large balloon up here, it's not round like the sun, but the sun is a star, so we're going to use your imagination, so that's the star, uh, that's the sun, this is the earth, and we had this as the moon. And, uh, you know, we, as we look at it this way, we realize, we, we talk about on a nice moonlit light and everything, and, and we see the, the moon and how bright it is. The moon, it, there's no light there. Uh, the moon only reflects the light. So what we did then, we had this uh, black balloon, that we put here to show that, hey, there's no light in the moon. There's only one light source. It's not from the earth. Only one light source there. And uh, this would reflect the light from that that men would see. And our uh, moon kind of deflated, which is good. Can we say, well, it certainly has nothing to boast about, does it? <laughs> it certainly has nothing to boast about. So, and then we titled our lesson, and uh, I said this morning, and I'll say it again tonight, this lesson was brought to you by God through Rhonda, and uh, then, least of all, myself. So we titled our lesson, what she posted on Facebook, and I wish we could all commit this to memory. We are called, or we aren't called, To shine our own light. We're called to reflect His. So in that respect, we're, we're like the moon. And we're called to reflect His light to men. We're not called to shine our own light. Well, why not? Because we have no light. The moon has no light. So that's why we're not, we're not called to make our light shine. We're called to reflect His. And again, we have no light to shine. Most of the world doesn't understand that, doesn't realize that. Uh, but that is truth according to the Scriptures. Uh, I want to start out. And remind us of what we read this morning in John that men loved darkness rather than light. That's scriptural. Men loved darkness rather than light. And we were all in darkness in our time. And maybe different depths and different times and brought us out in, in different ways and so forth. But we were all in darkness at one time. And, of course, we went to Scripture that uh, in Peter there that said he uh, uh, called us out of darkness. So we were in darkness. He called us out of darkness into the light. When we were in darkness, and it's, it's kind of uh, ironic, I guess, when we were in darkness, we thought that we was light. When he calls out that darkness, we realize he's the light. We only reflect that light. Uh, he, Paul told us uh, himself, he said, we were all once in darkness. He included himself in that. And... Uh, We did go to scriptures. uh, Well, we might do that again. But anyway, uh, Paul talked about, he said, I'm concerned that you'll uh, lose the simplicity which is in Christ. That it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. Whether it be for your righteousness, whether it be for your salvation, whatever it be, it's Jesus Christ and him crucified. But many don't see that simplicity. They think it's something that you must do. Your light, or David, as you said, or spark. But they want to look to our light and magnify it rather than Jesus Christ. And as I had the bloom there, the moon that's deflated, that's dark now, has nothing to boast in, so this is, Isaiah said, we're all as an unclean thing and all of our righteousness are as filthy rags. Really? Make this shine? <laughs> so we have nothing to boast in. We have everything to be grateful for, but nothing to boast in. We've refle- everything should be reflected a reflection of Jesus Christ. So we... Uh, we left off in the uh, uh, Gospel of John chapter 8, and I'd like to pick up there again, and then we'll go on, Lord willing. We talked in the first chapter, uh, John talked about, talked about Jesus Christ was the Word and so forth. And it said, John was sent to bear witness of the light. John wasn't the light, it tells us. But he came to bear witness of the light. And that's what you and I are to do, to bear witness of the light, to reflect the light. We are not the light. So, Gospel John chapter 8, and uh, I think we started with verse 12. John 8 and 12. Then spoke Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Now, he didn't say I'm one of the lights, did he? I'm part of the light. I am the light. I am the light. Just like I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. So then spoke Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So he tells us how to recognize those that are following him. They're not walking in darkness. And verse uh, 13. The Pharisees, therefore, said unto him, Thou bearest witness of thyself. Thy witness is not true. Well, he he does and can bear witness of himself. uh, And his witness is true. 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear witness of myself, yet my witness is true. For I know from where I came and where I go, but ye cannot tell from where I come and where I go. And listen to verse 15. Ye, now he's talking to the Pharisees, ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man, or I judge no man after the flesh. So he tells them, you know, you judge after the flesh. He says, I don't judge any man after the flesh. But we know the Pharisees, that's exactly what they did. So here, uh, verse 12 talks about uh, those that follow him. He said, uh, He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. So if we're not reflecting, we have no light of our own. If we're not reflecting everything on Christ, we're walking in darkness. And he says... Uh, Ye judge after the flesh, I judge no man after the flesh. So if we walk in his walk, well, again, I said it this morning, I said it again. Can't we uh, say that those that judge not after the flesh are walking with him? Because he says, You judge after the flesh, I judge no man after the flesh. And verse 12, uh, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. So can't we say then, those that judge not after the flesh are following Jesus Christ. They're not in darkness. And we could also state that uh, those who judge after the flesh, as the Pharisees did, that they're not following Jesus Christ, and they're walking in darkness. Now, I understand there's different levels of darkness as well. But Dave, as you uh, said this morning, sometimes when we were in darkness, and we were. We were all in darkness, according to the Scriptures. And we loved it. Paul loved it. The religious world, now they love it. And we would remain there. But uh, sometimes, like a light switch goes off. Oh, now I see. Or now the light. Now, no darkness on this matter. So those that judge after the flesh, according to the Scriptures, would be walking in darkness and not reflecting his light. Again, Paul said we were once in darkness. Uh, when was Paul in darkness? He said we was once in darkness. I won't go read it, but we read it in Philippians, third chapter. He talked about when he was a Pharisee. talked about... Uh, his genealogy went back to Abraham, and, and and talked about many things, and talked about his circumcision, things under the law. And then he said, touching righteousness, which is in the law, he said, I was blameless. But see, that's when he was in darkness. That's what he was boasting in. That's what he trusted in. That's what he loved. He loved, men loved darkness rather than light, and that's what he loved. Uh, But we know the Lord brought him out of that, and that's where I'd like to go ahead with now. In in Acts chapter 26, this is where Paul is before uh, Agrippa, and some of the things that he has to say there. So we know, we know when he was in darkness, we know when he was not reflecting Jesus Christ, he was trying to shine his own light, touching righteousness when the law. Said, I said, I was blameless. So now uh, we know when he was in darkness. And of course, when he was in darkness, he wasn't following Christ. He was judging according to the flesh is what the Pharisees, that's exactly what the Pharisees did. And that's what the Lord was telling us there. But Acts chapter 26, and this is where uh, Paul is going before King Agrippa. And I saw a couple things here that uh, uh, I feel, uh, well, I just didn't see uh, as clear then, and now uh, have much more uh, there. So, and, and let's start in verse 18. Acts twenty six eighteen, To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. That's what we're talking about this morning. It's what we're talking about this evening. Darkness and light. So he says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. So, from darkness, the moon is dark. It has no light. Men think they do. Paul thought he did. But that's when he's in darkness. So, to, to transfer some from darkness to light reflecting light of the Lord, not trying to uh, show a light that we have, and we have none. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. Is not Satan darkness? And the answer is yes. Now, we know he's transformed into an angel of light that appears that way, that is darkness. To open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from Satan unto God. So those that are walking in darkness are under following Satan. Those that are in the light are following Jesus Christ. Uh, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them who are sanctified uh, by faith uh, that is in me. So we see here he is before King Agrippa, and he's he's talking about his purpose there. But now let's go back to verse 8 and kind of work our way back through to this verse uh, 18. Acts 26 and verse 8, talking to Agrippa. Why should it be thought a, or why should it be thought a thing incredible with you that God should raise the dead? It says, why is, that, why is that a big thing to you that God should raise the dead? And in verse nine, verily, or I verily thought within myself that I ought to do many things contrary, to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. That's what Paul did whenever he was in darkness. Things contrary to the name of Jesus. Jesus says, I don't judge in the flesh. Well, he did things contrary to that. And certainly he, being a Pharisee, that's what they did. They judged in the flesh. Made clean the outside of the cup. So he said, I verily thought within myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And we know that he did. He did things contrary to the light. He was thinking, oh, I'm the light, look at me, instead of reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. Now later he did. He said, I determined not to know anything among you. you say, Jesus Christ, Him am crucified. He didn't boast at all within himself. But now verse 10. Verse 10, uh, I guess carries a little more weight with me now uh, than it did. Verse 10. And, and try to put yourself in Paul's shoes. Dad, you say it all the time, put yourself in another man's shoes. And I've tried to do that through the years, uh, that I would understand and so forth. Try to put yourself in Paul's shoes here. So, verse 9, he did things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, Now, verse 10. Which things I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints did I shut up in prison having received authority from the chief priest. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. Uh, Let me read verse 11 with that. And I punished them often in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme and being exceedingly mad against them. I persecuted them even into strange or foreign cities. Put yourself in Paul's shoes, for me. and I don't think Paul ever really forgave himself when he was in darkness. What he did to the saints of the Lord Jesus Christ, he says, uh, "I thought I did uh, that I would do things contrary to the name of Jesus." Which things I also did in Jerusalem. Many of the saints. I shut up in prison. Well, I had authority to do it. And when they were put to death. I gave my voice against them. And I punished them often. Never every synagogue. Compelled them to blaspheme. I compelled them to do evil. I compelled them to blaspheme. So we we picture this. So Saul, he was before he was Paul. So we we see Saul, who was a Pharisee, who judged after the flesh, who was in darkness, who did not reflect the light of Jesus Christ. So we see him having the saints... Put in prison. Beat with stripes. Put to death, and I gave my word. How to say it? Uh, I gave my voice against them. For a moment, put yourself in Paul's shoes. Now, after he sees and everything, but then he didn't know. So, let's just let's just take the congregation here. Let's, and I know I have terrible examples. I can't think of good examples. But let's say, okay, that the uh, the state of Ohio or the federal government, our Congress gets together that's so... Anyway, I, don't, I won't go there. But anyway, so uh, we know how to fix everything. Of course, generally that starts out with give us more of your money. But we know how to fix everything. So they pass a law that in the our way of worship now has to be that if we're going to cure this drug problem, and and I believe we do have a drug problem, and I don't know the answer to it if I was in charge, but said, okay, so what we're, the the law is that we have to preach and believe. We have to keep this law of the government that says that We have to preach about drugs and so forth. And that's the law. And we have to preach that. Okay, so let's say our government does that. So now let's say, each one of you, maybe yourself, say, okay, I say, yeah, that's right. So then... I look at some of you and say, she don't feel that way. She don't think that we worship by that law that our government passed. And he don't feel that way. So then I go to our government, being a good citizen, and I say, this person is disobeying the law. And they're preaching and teaching other things. So then, as I point you out, and you can put yourself in my shoes, too, as we do this. But as I point you out, so then they take you and tie you to a post and begin to beat you. And say, uh, compel you to speak blasphemy about the Lord and admit, no, this law that the government passed, this is the right way. And I watch them beat you. We know Stephen; they laid his cloak down to feed of, of Paul, of Saul. And I watch them beat you because you didn't keep their law. That they thought this is the only way, and they compelled you to speak blasphemy, to say, "Yeah, the law is the way." And some that wouldn't blaspheme, they killed you. And I gave my voice against you. I said, yeah, there's one, and there's one. And you took the beatings, and you said, no, I'm not going to speak evil about the Lord, Uh, and they killed you. Some, okay, yell, the law is the way. But you bear the stripes. And then, all of a sudden, the Lord opened my eyes. And I see, oh, this law that the government passed, that's not the way at all. The stripes that you bear, you was right. I was wrong. I was in darkness. And then I look I go to the cemetery and see the graves of all these people. I said, "Yeah, I pointed them out. This is one. This is one. This is one." And I thought I was doing a great thing. Thought I was doing God a service. And then I'd see others. I'd see the stripes that you wear that I thought you deserved. And now He opens my eyes and I see. Oh gosh, they was right. And I'd look at you. Look at your stripes. That's what Paul, that's where he was. I don't think he ever forgave himself. So that's what he's saying here. Uh, nine. I thought, uh, verily I thought within myself that I ought to do uh, things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Which things I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints did I shut up in prison. And have received authority from the chief priest, and when they were put to death, I gave my vote against or my voice against them, and I punished them often in every synagogue, and compelled them to blaspheme, and being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even into foreign cities and so forth. Strange so you see how he felt how would you feel if you had pointed people out to the government and said oh yes what they're doing this is wrong it needs to be this way and you and and those that you pointed out they've got stripes. they were beaten and some of them said yeah uh, yeah okay you're right the government's way is, is the way but some of them wouldn't do that and they killed them and you see the tombstone in, in, the, in the cemetery. And then you find out you was wrong. They were right. And you was wrong. It's t- be tough to live with. And that's what Paul lived with. And again, I don't think he ever really forgave himself. Uh, so now, let's see. Let's uh, 12... Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest. So he was, he was keeping on there. He was going to Damascus, do the same thing. Go get more of them, compel them to blaspheme or have them sh- uh, uh, beat, put in prison or killed. He was, he, was still, he, was, he was very zealous at what he did when he was in darkness. Of course, he didn't change when he was in light either. Thirteen. Uh, At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light. That's what we're talking about tonight, light and darkness. He saw a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them who journeyed with me. So he saw a light fourteen And when and when we were all fallen to the earth I heard a voice speaking to me saying in the Hebrew tongue Saul Saul why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the goat. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Now, I don't think we can uh, have anything that would even hint that Saul literally persecuted Jesus, that he had him bound, that he had him put in prison. Well, what was it then? Whatever you do to one of the least of these, my children, you do it to me, the little ones. So now, what had Paul done? He had pointed those out that believed in the way of darkness and got them beat, compelled them to blaspheme. Again, how would you feel? Compelled them to blaspheme. And if they didn't, blaspheme didn't have them killed. That's what he did and punished them. And now, there's a light shown to him. And Jesus himself says, I'm Jesus whom now persecute us. So everyone that he had beat put in prison and killed, he was doing it to Jesus. The true light. Think how he felt. Uh, that's, boy, that's, uh, that's tough to, to even think about. Uh So then verse 16, uh, or did I read? Yeah, verse 16. But, so this is Jesus said, "But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. So guys, it's so easy to read over things. He saw light. And then he said, rise. Stand on your feet. What position was he in before he told him to rise? He had fallen to the earth. Isn't that where Satan is? And Satan going to eat the dust of the earth? So that's where Paul was. Earthly. Earth. But now this light. And he says, rise. And stand upon thy feet. I have, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. So the Lord had a purpose to appear unto Saul or Paul. He also had a purpose for him doing what he did before when he was in darkness. When he was having those killed, put in prison, beat and so forth. That's, boy, that's, that, that's tough to think. Well, it's hard for me to even think about it, but that, that's tough. So, he says, But rise, stand upon thy feet, no longer crawling in the dust of the earth where Satan is, the earthly, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. So he has a purpose. He's appeared to him. He has a purpose that this light, that he saw this light. Purpose. Purpose. Uh, it says that uh, to make thee a minister and they witness both of these things which thou hast seen. Now, so he told him, he said, first rise up from that dust. Stand on your feet. I've come to you for a purpose. Purpose is that you'll be a minister and a witness of these things. You're going to make him a witness. Witness. of It says, a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen. What did he see? He said, I'm going to make you a witness of what you saw. What did he see? Light. That's what he saw. That's what it says over here. Uh, when he says I saw in in the way a light from heaven he saw a light that had fallen to the earth he said rise up from that I'm going to make you a minister and a witness of this light no longer you're going to think that you're the light that that all the things you boast about in, in the flesh I'm going to make you a minister of that light. I'm not, not boasting yourself anymore. Not persecuting those that are following me. So, he's going to make him a minister and a witness of the things that he saw. And he saw the light. And Jesus Christ is the light. So now he's going to make him a witness. What's he going to do? He's going to reflect that light. No longer is he going to say, boy, touching righteousness of the law, I'm blameless. My circumcision, my genealogy back to Abraham, no longer is he going to boast in what he thought was light. Now he's going to see. He said, get up out of that dirt. Stand up on your feet. I'm going to make you a witness of the light. So then we witness to the light. We reflect to the light. Not ourselves. And then uh, verse uh, 17. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee. To open their eyes, this is where we started out with. I'm going to send thee. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. Isn't that what the Lord did to Saul, to Paul? He was in darkness. But he brought him up from that uh, get up out of the dust, that's devil's food as we talked a few months ago. Get up out of there. I'm going to make you a minister and a witness of the light. And he, that's what he's doing here, verse 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. The moon... We are darkness, and again, John said "Men love darkness rather than light." We would have stayed there and loved it, just like Paul was very content being in the darkness. He didn't know he's in the darkness. He thought he was doing God a flavor, a flavor, a favor. Sorry about that. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God. So, Paul, when he was Saul, when he was judging through the flesh, Jesus said, I judge no man in the flesh. Pharisees, that's exactly what they did. He was in darkness. So now, the Lord made Paul see the light. He's going to make him a witness to the light. To open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. Darkness is looking within ourselves thinking that we have a spark or something. But again, this, this should make you think this carries a little more weight. We say darkness to light, okay. But then it says, from the power of Satan and to God. So think about that for a moment. Saul was compelling them to follow Satan's darkness. Had them beat, put in prison. And if they didn't blaspheme, then he had him killed. And now he sees, oh, they was right. I was wrong. Uh, from the power of Satan to God. So this walking in darkness is walking after the doctrines and t- traditions of men, walking after Satan. Uh, you say, well, I don't know if that's really walking after Satan or not. I'm going to go. We've read it so many times, but let's do it anyway. Isaiah chapter 14. This tells us something about Satan. This tells us a lot about Satan. Uh, tells us about Satan's doctrine. Isaiah chapter 14. And uh, when I read this, we talk about darkness and light. That's what we're talking about. So as I read this, I want you to see, is Satan reflecting the light? Or is he in darkness? So Isaiah 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, who didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will... And I, I've talked a lot about that. People talk about four-letter words. That one-letter word is very bad, I. I will send into heaven. I will exalt the throne above the stars of God. I will sit also in the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north... I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Is he reflecting the light of the Lord? No, he's bragging about what light he thinks he has. Really, he's moon. He's in darkness. He doesn't realize that. So that's when, when he talked about turning him from... The power of Satan unto God. Can't you see here that Satan was in darkness? I will, I will, I will. It, I know you see that in the people you talk to. I know you see that in the religious world. I will, I will, I will. They judge in the flesh. I will. Can you see that that's the power of darkness? That's Satan. It, so is Satan... Is he reflecting the light? And the answer is no. So then it's darkness. Uh, In verse 19, I'm back in Acts 26 again now. So we see Satan uh, certainly was in darkness, not reflecting light uh, from above. So verse 19, Whereupon, O king Agrippa... I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So now we see this change. Now, he's not, so this heavenly vision, this light, now he wasn't disobedient to that. He was preaching Jesus Christ. He was preaching the light. He was reflecting the light. That's why he's in trouble now with the Pharisees who were in darkness. Now he's reflecting light. He wasn't disobedient to that light. The Lord called him to the light and going to make him a witness to the light, and so forth. Uh, 20. Uh, But showed first to them uh, of Damascus and Jerusalem, and throughout all the borders of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, and do works fit for repentance. Repent, do about face. That's what he did. The Lord calls him to do about face. He was looking to darkness, thought he was light. The Lord calls him to do about face. Now he's proclaiming, he's a witness to the light. And now that's what he's preaching, that others would repent and look to the light, or look to reflecting his light, not being the light. Uh, Verse 21, for this cause the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. Having therefore obtained help from God, I continue this day witnessing both to small and great, saying no other things than those things which the prophets and Moses did say should come. That Christ should suffer, that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. So he says, King Agrippa, this is, this is the story. And, and I was made to be a minister, witness of the light, no longer trying to glorify myself, but I was made a minister of the light, reflecting the light of Jesus Christ. Uh, and he says, now, he says, now, you know, I've got all these charges, and now everybody wants to kill me. He said, but I'm, I'm not doing anything different. He says, uh, verse 22, saying, no other things than those which the prophet Moses did say should come. He said, I'm preaching Moses. I'm talking about the law. He said, but they still want to kill me. So, what about that? We know we know he believes in the law and his righteousness in the law before, because that's what he trusts in. Touching righteousness in the law, said, "I was blameless. That's when he's judging in the flesh. Didn't understand. But now he says, "King, he says, "I'm still teaching the same thing." Was he? Well, yes, but, uh, but with light. but now with light. Uh, I won't go there, I don't think. But uh, the Lord was calling out his people. And uh, he'd call out some, and they'd run out to tell their others then. So the, the, I think it was the two that spent the night with the Lord. And boy, they went out the next day to find some of their uh, relation. He said, we found them. And we see it again. Then they went out and others went out uh, and said, we found him. Who would you find? Him who Moses and the law and the prophets did write. Well, did Moses and the law and the prophets write of Jesus Christ? Because that's what they said. We found Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah. The one that Moses wrote about in the law. And the prophets prophesied about. So that's what Paul was saying. I said, I'm I'm preaching the same thing. I'm still preaching about Moses and the law and everything, but with a different light. Before, if somebody, well, you remember about the man that was uh, uh, stoned for picking up sticks on the Sabbath, and Paul would have been a witness to that. Yes, put him to death. He broke the law. But now Paul would still be teaching about breaking the Sabbath but with light. And he'd say, but the Lord is our Sabbath. The Lord is our rest. If we labor for what he's paid for, we have defiled our Sabbath. Uh, and the two on the road to Emmaus. And uh, let's quickly go there. Luke chapter 24 uh, I know Don loved that scripture and he talked about it. Uh, Luke chapter uh, 24. And uh, so these, these two is on the road to Emmaus. They was freshly from the tomb. And, uh, and I did, hadn't seen that in uh, times before. But they had been at the, at, the, at the tomb, and they saw the tomb was empty. And they thought, well, that's the end of that. So then they was on the road to Emmaus. Uh, Luke chapter 24. Still getting there. So now we're, we'll see here, those two on the road to Emmaus, but we'll see how the Lord taught them. That he used the law and the prophets to teach about what? About judging fleshly? No, to teach about Jesus Christ. So Luke 24 and verse 13. Uh, go through this hurriedly. And behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all the things which had happened. Boy, they I'm sure uh, they did. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Now, the things they talk about what happened was Jesus Christ, who they thought was going to be their king, and, and redeem Israel. Now they killed him. They put him in a tomb. And the tomb's empty and he's gone. Well, let's just go. Peter would say, "Let's I'll go feasting. They said, well, let's just go back to a And they were walking and they were certainly very sad. Uh... 15, and it came to pass that while they communed together in reason, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they did not recognize him. Some darkness there. And he said to them, what manner of communication are these that you have one with another that you walk uh, and are sad? And one of them, whose name was uh, Cleopas, answering said unto him, art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And has not known these things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed, and the word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he who should have uh, redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also uh, of our company amazed us, who were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even as the women said, but they saw not. Then he said unto them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe, that the prophets uh, believe uh, what the prophets that the prophets had spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into glory? And now listen. Verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto him all the things in the Scriptures concerning himself. And that's what Paul was saying before King Agrippa. I'm still teaching the law of Moses, but in the light now, reflecting the light, what's in the law of Moses. And... uh, and I know Brother Don talked about, it says a little later there in verse 32, Oh, didn't our hearts burn within us whenever he was talking to us? And haven't we all been conversations and uh, and things revealed to us and our hearts burned within us? So, gosh, the Lord was with them. And it's, well, it says there, well, maybe I should read a little more. Uh it said for 31, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished out of their sight. But he had taught them. How, how did he teach them? Beginning at Moses and all the prophets. I have no doubt he taught out of the Mosaic law about the Sabbath. Don't defile the Sabbath. But I'm convinced also, he says, but now that's not, it is rest, but that's not a day of the week. I am your Sabbath. I completed the work. I have no doubt he talked to them about the sacrifices under the Mosaic law in Moses. He said those sacrifices pointed to me. I have no doubt he talked about they were celebrate the Passover every year. And he said that Passover is me. My shed blood. That's why I went to the cross and I resurrected. I was the Passover. I am the Passover. I don't know how long they talked. He probably says, Oh, and in the Mosaic Law it talks about garments. You're you're not to have a mixed garment. He says, That's not talking about the the sackcloth or whatever that you wear. That's talking about your covering. I am your covering. The blood that I shed on the cross, that's your covering. That's the garment. And you're not to mix it. Don't mix it with the letter of the law of Moses. Don't mix it. And guys, to have heard that, well, I started to say to have heard that, but we have heard that, haven't we? 31, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us along the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? These people knew the Mosaic Law, and certainly the Pharisees knew it, but they judged in the flesh. They looked in the flesh. But now he opened it up, then he saw what the Mosaic Law was really teaching Uh, So reflecting, and let let me just, a couple more minutes, I'll hurry here. Luke chapter 18. So Paul was made a a witness uh, uh, to the light. That's the purpose of the Lord coming to him. So some reflect Jesus, and some judge after the flesh, and don't reflect Jesus. They look to themselves. Luke 18, and we read this not too long ago, uh, but I want to read it again. So as I read this, there's this is a parable talking about two different men. And I want you, in, as we read this in your mind, which one's reflecting the light and which one's saying, oh, I'm the light. So let's read it. In verse 9, uh, Luke 18 and 9. And he spoke this parable unto certain who trusted themselves that they were righteous and despised others. This is the Pharisees. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a publican or tax collector. And, and let me just say this. I'll take a couple more minutes. This publican or this tax collector was the low, viewed as the lowest of the low. And, and I'll, I'll try to Put it in the, the way that I would explain it. So we've got our IRS and they collect money from us. And we have different opinions on that. that's ah, okay, I just wish that, that spend it differently. But anyway, we have that. So whether you like the IRS, whether you don't, whatever. That's not what these publicans were. Let's say that the Chinese says, okay, America, pay up. Well, our treasury doesn't have any to pay up with. So then they take people in each neighborhood, and they say they take me. Okay, you go around, and you collect taxes for China. Because, see, they were under the Roman government. That's what these publicans did. They were tax collectors. So then I go around, probably before April the 15th, or before or after, and you say, Well, I paid the IRS. Yeah, but here... I'm collecting more for the Chinese government. How highly would you look on me? Not very highly, I don't think. So that's what these publicans were. They looked on them as low the lowest of the low. So now, uh, let's see. We're, uh, verse 11. And the Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even as this public and our tax collector. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Was he reflecting light? He wasn't reflecting light at all. I, I'm light. He didn't reflect light at all. It's all about I and him and what he did. Now verse 13. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much lift up his eyes into heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. So the Pharisees, he didn't reflect light. Oh, I am the light. This is what I do. I'm not saying it's wrong to do any of those things, but he's saying, I, I, I. And you say, well, the publican, though, he didn't give on the glory to the Lord. He didn't reflect the Lord, didn't he? What did he say? Have mercy on me. Where does mercy come from? God the judge, the sentence had to be carried out. The penalty of sin is death. That had to be carried out for him to be a just God. But where does mercy come in? Jesus Christ paid it for us. So he has mercy on us. It doesn't fall upon us. It fell on Jesus Christ, and he paid it. So he was reflecting the light. He knew knew it wasn't within himself, didn't he? He knew it wasn't within himself. Nebuchadnezzar, we won't go there. I've I've gone over. Did he reflect the light? Well, yes, but not a first. You remember he says... uh, I built this, uh, talking about Babylon, I built this kingdom, my might and my power and my majesty. Just Satan's doctrine, exactly. He was in darkness. But the Lord, I believe, took seven years and he taught him a lesson. And then after that, uh, he says, I am I, as nothing. And uh, he talked about the most high and everything. So the Lord converted him from... I built this kingdom, my, my, my power, looking at himself, which was darkness. But he thought, he thought he was a cat's meow, they say, didn't he? But then uh, the Lord opened his eyes and he saw that the Lord is the most high and he rules in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, so, we are not called to shine our light because we're not light. We are called to reflect his light. May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed.